Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans bringing you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's work and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Yep, I, I'm Weary Rider, and I'm here despite the Ghost Blood's efforts to sabotage my presence <laughs> that, on this podcast. That's, that's right. We got 20 minutes into recording this podcast yesterday. And your power goes out again. Yep. <laughs> they didn't want the secrets to come out. That's right. They you were telling too much. And then they destroyed that uh electricity pole. And yep. Yep. Now electricity all pole, of our that's the word. all of our yeah. listeners know we're risking life and limb to get the truth out there. That's right. Okay. Also joining Life me. Life limb. Also just joining like me. Mere displeasure. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. introduction. That's right. Also joining me is Alex. Hello. I am the other writer twin, as we call ourselves, Feather Writer on the forum. Woo. And I'm Woo. Chaos. And we're going to be talking about the Ghost Bloods and the Secret Societies of Roshar today, which let, let's hope one of our power doesn't go out today uh, doing that because that Fingers would crossed. be really annoying, actually. Yes. Uh, but let's start off with the news. Uh, big news today. Well, maybe not big news, but news today. Skyward Draft 3 is complete. So it is off to the beta readers. Yep. Woo. I'm excited about Skyward. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think so. It's, it's a good concept. How to Train Your Dragon meets Top Gun in space like i'm in that's that's a good pitch remember remember that silence divine pitch is like whoa that is long pitch whereas this pitch (laughs) very simple yeah this meets this in space doesn't get more basic pitch than that i know i'm in (laughs) oh and he also now that he's not working on skyward at the moment he's going back to his secret project Yep. That we still know nothing about, yeah. except that it's not Cosmere and that he has to work on it. Yes. And uh, there was some theory that uh, because Magic the Gathering is uh, grabbing a lot of authors for uh, building mm-hmm. their lore over this next year, that maybe Brandon is involved in that. As we know, he <laughs> is very invested in Magic the Gathering. Yes, I think he would really enjoy being able to work on something like that. Mm-hmm. And this would be the year to do it. He can't. Yep. A stormlight <laughs> well, year is not the year to do busy. it. He's too busy. He's too busy otherwise. That's true. <laughs> Though from what I understand, like they're bringing in authors is going to be a initiative going forward. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to be careful to not get Brandon to, oh, I'm writing 40 things now. <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, <sighs> but it could also maybe be a thing in the Skyward universe. Who knows? Because it's another yep. connected universe. All right, so let's talk about the secret societies before they destroy us. Uh, Very true. Um, I I once told a friend that like my pitch, trying to explain the secret societies, I was like, okay, so Stormlight Archive is a world where the Illuminati are real, and there's ten of them, and they all hate each other. <laughs> So that's you don't. There's other stuff going on too, but that's the real. That's the real point. It, it, oh yeah, that's that right. is better than Brandon's pitches before the Way of exactly. Kings came out, which were like, well, you know, there's Voidbringers and they fought them a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know what this book is. 
yeah, more like, Illuminati. Um, That's all you need. Like at one point, the series <laughs> was named the Oath Shards, and it's like if you ever go read the pitch from like 2008. Uh huh. It's hilarious because it's it's like, yeah, I kind of see how that's Stormlight Archive, but like, whoa, that is weird. Well, yeah, lots of things have changed. It's insane. Very there true. weren't Spren. Wave yeah, Prime. Like that's weird. What? I, I know. I know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. So there will be Oathbringer spoilers for this. Yes. Very important. So. Uh, not not too much ghost bloods in uh, Oathbringer, but you know we're still gonna talk about Oathbringer. So. Much to my dismay, I know. So, Ian, why don't you read us this first quote? Okay. So, Aradel asked uh, asked how many secret societies were on Roshar, and Brennan said there are nine currently working, which I think the operative word is currently. Yeah, right. Because we have in older word of Brandon that I unfortunately was not able to find. I know it's real. Says, a, w- a wob of legend. It, it is definitely real. <laughs> and hopefully it's not the whole shard blades are stored in the spiritual realm, because like that was a debacle from a number of years ago. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. It's, no, That's a wob where like, we were all adamant exi- it, it, it existed, Oh. There's no, and then, and then no one can find it. I mean, no that was my theory, it. you know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this older Wob says that there are ten secret societies on Roshar. Yeah, I totally remember that being real. That that that's not a theory because that older one, like, wait, there's ten of them. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's a big number. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking oh. that. So obviously there were ten. One is no longer around. Yep. So that's probably the Invisitors. But we'll right. get into that a little yes. later yep. on. Rip them. <laughs> Thanks, Taft. <laughs> Good work. Uh, <laughs> oops. Alex, uh, Mraes, your favorite character. I He's not my favorite. He's my second, second favorite. Fa- second favorite. Sorry. Your he's favorite your boyfriend. Villain. Your favorite lover. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Renarin is my son. Mraze yeah. is my husband. There, there we go. Perfect. All right. Sorry. Sorry. This is a different kind of love, okay? Uh, very, very different. Very different. <laughs> I uh, would hope so. I would hope so, too. Uh, sent a letter to Shalon. Mraze sent a letter to Shalon in uh, Oathbringer that basically sums up at least not all of the or- uh, of these secret societies, but the few that we've seen the most of, really. So two of them, and some important ones. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it talks about it. Ghost really bloods, talks so about. I, I'm, like, I'm gonna say vaguely. Three. Yeah, yeah, gonna, that's true. It's, the ghost it's about the ghosts are included, right? But yes. why don't why don't you go read this? Okay, um, and I will say, um, Eric tried to get me to do this in my like Mray's voice, and I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna read it. No, he's just last. I want to hear it in Mray's voice. I can't do it. Mray's is hard to do. It's too long. Long one. Okay. Is he hard to do though? It's just practice for when you get to that point with your mother. (laughs) That's true. I I don't usually do letters in character voice. They're long. They're long. Okay, I'm just going to read it. Okay, here's the letter. Okay, fine. It says, 
There are at least two major institutions on Roshar other than ourselves, which presaged the return of the Voidbringers and the Desolation. You are familiar with the first of these, the men who call themselves the Sons of Honor. The old king of Alethkar, the Blackthorn's brother, Gavilar Colin, was a driving force in their expansion. He brought Meridus Amaram into their fold. As you have no doubt discovered upon infiltrating Amaram's mansion in the war camps, the Sons of Honor explicitly worked for the return of the Desolations. They believed that only the Voidbringers would cause the Heralds to show themselves, and they believed that a Desolation would restore both the Knights Radiant and the classical strength of the Voran Church. King Gavilar's efforts to rekindle the Desolations are likely the true reason he was assassinated, though there are many in the palace that night who had reason to see him dead. A second group who knew the desolations might return are the Skybreakers, led by the ancient herald Nalan Elen, often simply called Nail. The Skybreakers are... <laughs> yes, I've given up on Nale, all right? You good. win. It's Nail. Good. Okay. good. All right. Requisite pronunciation debate out of the way. Great, sure. we did it. Okay. Often simply called Nail, the Skybreakers are the only order of radiance that did not betray its oaths during the Recreants. They have maintained a continuous clandestine line from ancient days. Nail believed that men speaking the words of other orders would hasten the return of the Voidbringers. We do not know how this could possibly be true, but as a herald, Nail has access to knowledge and understanding beyond us. You should know that the heralds are no longer to be seen as allies to man. Those that are not completely insane have been broken. Nail himself is ruthless, without pity or mercy. He has spent the last two decades, perhaps much longer, dealing with anyone close to bonding a spren. Sometimes he recruited these people, bonding them to high spren and making them skybreakers. Others he eliminated. If the person had already bonded a spren, then Nail usually went in person to dispatch them. If not, he sent a minion. A minion, like your brother Helleron. Your mother had intimate contact with a skybreaker acolyte, and you know the result of that relationship. Your brother was recruited because Nell was impressed with him. Nell may have also learned, through means we do not understand, that a member of your house was close to bonding Esprin. If this is true, they came to believe that Helleron was the one they wanted. They recruited him with displays of great power and shards. Helleron had not yet proved himself worthy of a Esprin bond. Nell is exacting with his recruits. Likely, Helleron was sent to kill Amaram as a test. Either that, or he took it upon himself as a way of proving his worthiness for knighthood. It is also possible that the Skybreakers knew someone in Amaram's army was close to bonding a spren, but I believe it likelier that the attack on Amaram was simply a strike against the Sons of Honor. From our spying upon the, spy uh, the Skybreakers, we have records showing the only member of Amaram's army to have bonded a spren was long since eliminated. The Bridgeman was not, so far as we understand, known to them. If he had been, he would have certainly been killed during his months as a slave. So, just in case uh, you forgot, uh, the unnamed shardbearer in Way of Kings was Helleran, who went to kill Amaram, yes. but uh, <clears throat> Kaladin killed uh, Helleran instead. Because he's a boss. Yep. So, just, just <laughs> wanted to get everyone on the same page there. Right. So, one of the first things that... Um, we kind of noticed, like, we were talking before that there's kind of three organizations here, including the Ghost Bloods, right. and it's a little weird that the diagram is not mentioned That's true. At all. That is true. Yes. Because we're pretty sure Mraze is aware of the, like, I'd be shocked if Mraze was not aware of the diagram. 
Yeah. Um, he is at least somewhat aware. Yeah. Because in Words of Radiance, he he references Teravangian as the senile old man playing at world affairs. Yes. And there is, I believe, a diagram epigraph where Adratagia makes an annotation that she thinks something refers to Mraze. So they're yes. aware of each other, at least, probably. Well, at least the diagram is aware of Mraze in particular. Right. We definitely know that. Though, I, I wonder, because there's that um, particular excerpt has been of much discussion in the fandom that it might not be Mraze, it might right. be Hoyd. Yep. Right. But. Yep. Uh, I like in this quote that uh, Mraze is just like, "Yo, I have no idea how Nail would think that uh, the Radiance could make a desolation," which we discussed on our Edge Dancer we podcast. Totally did I was and like, "That's reassured. in the outtakes episode," so we had to cut out some info when we talked about Fused. Mm-hmm. But we're still really confused as how as to how Why Nail would, would think ever think that. Thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's obvious. Nail is a wackadoodle. Well, like, <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's okay. the obvious Why answer. Why Ishar but... thought it was a thing and told yeah. Nail yes. to do it. There we go. But I, I think it's very interesting that Ray's phrases it as like he doesn't come out and say Nail is crazy. He's he's like <laughs> totally. I, I don't understand like how it. this could be possible. We have no but, idea how this could be the case, but but like. He's a herald. Like he might know something we don't know. I mean, he probably right. does ha- know some things, but uh, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll talk about Ishar more. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so there's one other thing from yeah. the letter I want to discuss, and it's mm-hmm. the from our spying upon the Skybreakers. We have records showing that the only member of Amram's army to have bonded his friend was long since eliminated. And then in right. the so, next line, it mentions the Bridgeman. So that's separate from Kaladin. So it wasn't well, Kaladin obviously, yeah, that like, they're talking about. Kaladin was not eliminated. Well, so. I, some people might be thinking like, oh, eliminated was all him being a slave, right? You, you see what I'm eliminated saying? Eliminated is usually killed. Like, or dead. Well, like my thought was when they were like, oh, the only member of Amram's army was eliminated. Like, oh, there was one, but they didn't know about Kaladin. And then he comes back and he's like, okay, but the Bridgman was also there. We know that too. Don't worry. We know everything, <laughs> yeah. Shalon. Fear us. So, Just want to make that clear. Yeah. So this reminds me of the theory that Tien was a proto-lightweaver. You know, I think... Uh, we we had kind of discussed yesterday, I think, um, and I don't want to lose the point. When talking about the diagram, one of the things Pattern mentions about this letter is that there's lies in it. Yes. yes. And so I think that it this could be like a lie of omission that Marys doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell Shallan about the diagram, but that doesn't That's mean true. the ghost bloods don't know. Like with Teravangian in Erythru at this time, I feel like telling one of the Radiants about all of that oh, would yeah. be cause to mess up some politics. So. Well, it's I don't think like he doesn't want to tell her. It's it's just not useful to him to tell her at right. this point. Right. And so he only tells her about the ones she has some measure of contact with. Yeah. Right. Teleran, Amaram. Uh yeah. 
Also, it's good as uh, a writer for Brandon to not like, yo, let me tell you about all about all the things and like let's let's pace it a little bit here yes <laughs> brandon writes a copper mind article in the middle of everything for us <laughs> that would be very convenient please do that <laughs> thanks Got, with citations case. please thanks brandon yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so we also have some uh, we have a lot of other quotes about secret do we want to talk about tn at all because oh uh, i mean oh, i yes, think the, the tn potential... idea is pretty cool uh, yeah. but that that would be pretty mind-blowing if the skybreakers were were related to Tien's death, right? That's that's yeah. kind of what that intimates to me. Well, it doesn't right? say that the Skybreakers killed the other Radiant, just that they, the other Radiant had been killed. Right. That he I, might I, have been killed true. mundanely, and the Skybreakers didn't have to step in. Yeah, it's like, they probably would have, but like, <laughs> stupid politics of Alethkar got there first. Uh, I was reading... Um, I just started reading Oathbringer to my mom um, yesterday, and we got to the part where Syl mentions a like a, a sound that she he remembers from Kaladin's hometown of like I think she says like a chime of crystal. And Kaladin's like, huh. "That's weird. You shouldn't remember anything because you weren't here." And we something like a voice, and so we think that might be like Tian and maybe mm-hmm. calling a spren or that the other everything was connected in the spiritual everything's possibly. connected yeah and in the in way of kings like when tian is apprenticed to the carpenter like he carves a like a very like well done horse mm-hmm. like very oh, that's re- right. realistic looking horse oh yeah it's very artistic mm-hmm. and the carpenter doesn't like it cuz he wants sturdy things well, he wants Practical. a chair, not Practical a horse. Things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That, that, <sighs> okay. that would be cool. Uh, so we have a lot of other quotes about uh, the secret societies, just from uh, the, the words of Brandon that we know. Yes. So this first one, the questioner asks, like, Amarm and Dalinar, they both talk about Gavilar a lot. How many secret societies did Gavilar know about or was he a part of? Uh, how many did he know about? He knew of more than he was part of, but he was not part of very many. Yep. And Which, mm-hmm. if he was not part of very many, that implies he was part of more than one. So it's like, what other secret societies was he part of? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's... Potential. Well, he's... Teravangian talked with Dalinar. Uh, sorry, Gavilar. That's true. So, he was kind of like, in on the diagram too. So it, it could just be like he's not invested in the diagram, but kind of was related to that creation. Do I we to... know when Teravangian went to the Night Watcher? I don't think we do. I mean, Cause... after the assassination, I, I believe. I, okay. So yeah. Gavilar would not have been part of the diagram, Proper, but he yeah. was involved in or an inspiration yeah. for its creation. Yeah. yeah. So like Teravangian says something about like carrying on Gavilar's work or mm-hmm. something in in his interlude. I yeah. want to say. Yeah. It yeah. mentions Gavilar mm-hmm. explicitly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but this does tie back to Moses' letter where he says mm-hmm. there were many in the palace that night who had reason to see him dead. Right. So. Yeah. And, and, we'll, and, we'll and Gavilar, uh, Gavilar does. He knew of the ghost bloods. Yes. So. 
Yep. And we'll 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 talk about Thydekar and Resters. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, real quick. Okay, I got it. I got it. I found the quote that I was looking for. So, um uh it's right after Teravangian becomes king of Yakaved in his little in that interlude in Words of Radiance, and it said he had taken the first major step toward unifying the world as Gavilar had insisted would need to happen if they were to survive. That was at least what the visions had proclaimed. Visions Gavilar had confided in him six years ago, the night of the Alethi King's death. Oh, that night. Oh, great. That night. Yes. So yeah. and then he a says, Teravangian I'm, prologue. That, that's yes, I'm doing my possible. best, Gavilar. I'm sorry that I need to kill, kill your brother. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. That's true. Because, we like, go. we know that the visions, like, say unite them, which... Gavilar got always wrong. super clear on what that is. We're, we're going to talk a lot about the Sons of Honor because you know what this podcast is, yeah. Feather? It's the Sons of Honor roast cast where I get to talk about how terrible they are. Yep. We're, we're going to get to talk about how bad them. most people's plans are here. It's true. There's a lot of bad secret society plans going around. Kill all the radiance. This will solve the problem. Ishar is very yeah. trustworthy. Brilliant. So many so many bad takes. I don't get it. Okay. Now, before I say, read this next one, I'm going to apologize to all of the Polish listeners for. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. Uh, this is from the Droga Krolo interview. But how many more secret societies are on Roshar? Um, Brennan's. There are a few, but most of the ones you haven't found out about are either in countries you haven't gone to and spent much time with, or they are off-world societies that are involved in Roshar. You know most of them. Well, we we do in fact know of off-world societies, so... Yes, but... So, we don't know all ten or all nine. That's what I'm saying. Because we could see more when we go to, like, Western Roshar and Rira, because the... The Voidbringers own those places now, right? Yep. It's true. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. In this next one, Seastat uh, asks, if Kelsier, when Vin knew him, were to join one of the Roshar and secret societies, which one would he choose? Brandon, he would become part of the Ghostbloods, most likely, and be ch- in charge of them within a year. <laughs> <laughs> which, that's oh, worrying. <laughs> like, uh, I'm glad he doesn't have that though i think that's a nail in the coffin that kelsier is in charge of the ghost bloods because that's a theory oh yeah i mean i i imagine he has his own secret societies and societies on skadriel i was gonna say Mm. i feel like kelsier does less like secret society and more just like a straight up cult True. (laughs) It's always centered around worshiping Kelsier somehow. I need statues of myself. This is very important. (laughs) Giant Indiana Jones temple full. Okay. He's not a very humble person. Or subtle. Yeah. Subtle. Oh, no. Alex, this next one basically talks about what we were just discussing. Okay, so this one is from Son of Stannis, and it says, uh, Both Amaram and Teravangian were members of Gavilar's trusted circle before his death, so are the Sons of Honor and Diagram followers affiliated or separate groups with different agendas? And Brandon does say different agendas, but similar origins. Basically exactly what we Makes sense, talked yep. about. Like, related to Gavilar, but 
Teravagian went off in a kind of different direction. Yes. Little they bit. both have a unify. They both think unifying the world is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this last one asks if Teravagian, the Ghostbloods, and Amaram, are they working together? And basically, no, they have opposing views. And, uh, yeah, they. They're not working together. Then they have different motives. And Brandon does say, the Ghostbloods, uh, they've not talked about their motives very much. At all, really. Yep. Which is what makes them so intriguing. Yes. And Brandon does reaffirm that the Sons of Honor are trying to bring back Voidringers because they believe it will return the Heralds. Great plan. The worst plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So how Back. about we start with the ghost bloods? Hopefully this won't take an hour and a half with the first yeah. secret society. I'm, I'll reign in my love, my love mm-hmm. for them. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, yep. A word of Brandon that Yatil, um, who is Marie's teacher who wears the, the mask is what mm-hmm. we know of her. She was once in the 17th shard. Just fascinating. Yes. Yes. Cool little, Which- little tidbit. Very interesting knowing what we know about the 17th shard. Yes. Yeah. It is that that is rather crazy. Uh yes. we know that Yatil's been with the hunters on Skadriel. Well, we know she's descended from the hunters. Right. But she was born on Silverlight. Right. In Silverlight. Which is the either a city in the cognitive realm that mm-hmm. yep. people may not be aware of. Well, the restaurant at the Brandon. end of the Cosmere. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so, and Yatil's Mraze's boss. Yep. Yes. Described as... His Basque. Yep. Yes. Which is the, like, Thalen apprenticeship sort yep. of relationship. Yep. Which yep. is interesting because my take on the Ghostbloods is that Mraze seems to be in charge of the ghost bloods but yatil i don't know i wonder if yatil is like outside the ghost bloods hierarchy and she's just with Mraze. maybe it's i don't really know. hard it's to odd. know what the motives hard of the ghost bloods down, are or yeah. their mm-hmm. organizational structure is yep i think Mraze is because we Mraze is a title which right we so still we don't, don't know his name that's true yeah or I, what Mraze means Right. Um, But I I wonder if, like, he's in charge of that chapter of Ghost Bloods. (laughs) And Yaddle is his supervisor. I mean, it seems telling to me that he has to be pretty high ranking because not only did he have the information about um, Ash what we see him getting up to in Oathbringer, setting a, a baited trap for a herald, which totally works because he got the, the portrait that she wanted to destroy. And so, like, he knew enough about her motivations to know that that would lure her in. And then once he got her into his house, he was ready with information to then make her do what he wanted with Taln, which is just a mind-boggling amount of knowing things about the very secretive heralds. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't feel like Mraze is a low-ranking member. Or oh, not at all. Even even one of a... I mean, it'd be hard to, to justify even, like, him being one of the upper 
leader's like, I really think he's in charge. I I don't think there is a single person in charge. Okay. Yeah. I think the ghost bloods is too uh distributed in a sense. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like not like I am the person in charge, kill me and my entire organization crumbles. They would not structure it that way, right? Right. No. But, but it's also interesting that we don't see Yaddle at all in Oathbringer. Not at all. Like, Raze is pretty much left to his own devices. Right. Yep. It's tough. Um, yeah, and uh, from, from, from what we see of him and the stuff that, the information that he's able to give to Shallan, the information that he uses to bring in Ash, I would say that Raze probably knows most of what the Ghostbloods know. Like, I would say he is kind of at least a center of information for them where he knows Mm -hmm. what their network knows. And it is a shocking amount. Yes. What are they doing with all that info? They know everything. Mm -hmm. So speaking of Mraes, why don't we... Feather's boyfriend. Feather's Feather's boyfriend. Feather's boyfriend. I have a thing for bad guys and he's like exactly my kind of manipulative and sinister. Yeah. So Um, a while back... Peter, there was a discussion about Ray's and like where he's from, and Peter commented like, "Oh, I thought it was obvious that he's from Thalen," which people were very shocked by because like, <laughs> like, but he doesn't have the eyebrows, and so uh, Botanica asked, "Ray's is said to come from Thalena. If it is true, then what about his eyebrows? Because we don't see any related descriptions from Shalon's POV. Did he cut?" slash shave slash dye his eyebrows brandon raise well let's just say that much about him is mysterious really thanks brandon but but no you would not place him as thalen by his eyebrows which is so interesting and then we have another quote uh from arthur dent is raise a world hopper brandon yes he's been to a few planets highly supervised by his babs yes which is interesting that it would need to be highly supervised right well that might just make sure he doesn't get himself killed but also shows yetil's done yeah, that he's a lot deferring of to her yeah in yeah. that oh, realm man. of expertise right yeah right well she's fr- it, it makes sense being from a place that was founded by world hoppers. Yeah. That right. that has to yeah. be like a huge melding of cultures. Right. Oh, that's certainly oh, true. Man. Yeah. Um, I I've always tended to think that Mraes is a native Rosharan um who then world hopped away for a little bit and then came back to his home planet because Shalon doesn't mention anything about his eyes being odd. Which usually when we see world hoppers, unless it's like Vivenna, where they have some shape shifting to help them blend in and look kind of alethi, we get things like Kaladin saying, oh, this person is Shin in the lighthouse when they're not Shin at all. That's true. Like, yeah. Rosharns oh. tend to be kind of distinctive. Mm-hmm. And Shallan doesn't note that, you know, Mraes has an odd ethnicity yeah. to him. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I absolutely think that, like, he's a native Roshar. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. 
mm-hmm. Rosharan World Hopper who came back. Yup. And in Words of Radiance, when we when Shallan like went into Raze's lair, I, that's a terrible way of saying it, but <laughs> Raze <out>. had <laughs> lots of things from other planets, namely a jar right. of sand in particular. Mm-hmm. He uh, has Aether on his coat in <laughs> yeah. Oathbringer, which canonizes Aether. There's I believe. a branch from Yolen. That's right. And his bird is an aviar. Yep. From First of the Sun. Yep. Uh, were there any other items? Oh, there were a bunch. There was like a lock of hair and like a silver oh. dagger, I think. Like, there's a bunch. He's, yeah, he's got bunch souvenirs. Yeah. He's cool. We don't know what all of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we really have no idea what their plans are really right right not, it's not interesting that we've we've interacted with the ghost blood so much and yet we know so very little of their end game um we know they somehow ran afoul of yasna that she has yeah. killed some of their members and in return they sent an assassin multiple assassins <laughs> yep. after her mm-hmm. um will probably try again um, I've always liked the idea that Mraze is trying to groom Shalana, someone who might be able to kill Yasna, um, to get her to a point where she's, you know, in the inner circle and trusted. And Shalan has not told Yasna that she has contacts with the Ghost Bloods, which she gotcha. really, 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 really should have. And that's going to come back and bite her. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Point, but I also think. The Ghostbloods are are a world-hopping organization. Yep. So, like, <laughs> unlike a lot of the other secret societies that we're going to be talking about who, like, care about Roshar and, like, <laughs> want Roshar to survive. It's true. Ghostbloods, like, it might be nice to them, but that might not be their goal. Like, they may have ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah. like, the grand plan with the Ghostbloods is not to kill Yasna. Like, that's... That's just no. a thing that's an objective, right? It's on the agenda, it's but it's on not the, agenda. the top point. Right. Right. Uh, they, like, went to, uh, they, like, got involved with the Devars after Shalon's mother's death. Maybe to, like, counteract the Skybreaker influence, but we really don't know why, you know? Right. What yeah. was going on there. Yeah. Right? Or, like, maybe... They might not have sought out it out. Lynn might have sought them out. We don't know. Well, that's that's true. That that is certainly true. We there's a lot of questions there for sure. I would not be surprised if uh we the Skybreakers, you know, their interest in the Devar family, kind of the ghost bloods were then like, okay, we need an agent in the area. Yeah. Send Luesh in. Uh, Luesh being the father's steward with send him in with a soul caster, you know. I'm sure Lynn Devar would be very interested in getting some mineral deposits, tell him if he joins us. And, you know, I bet that's how they found out a lot of, you know, what happened with her mom and with Helleron and all of that was, yeah, you know, right. having agents in the house who knew about that. Probably because they maybe knew the Skybreakers. They knew that the Skybreakers knew that a member of that family was bonding a spren. Or right. they knew that there was something about them that was interesting to the Skybreakers. Exactly. Yeah, right. They might not have known about it was bonding a spren originally. Indeed. <laughs> um, 
we know that a member of the Ghostbloods, Fidekar, uh, <laughs> was one of the people Gavilar mentioned right when he's about to die as people who like might have killed him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe let's maybe let's talk about Thadikar a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So he is mentioned three times across Way of Kings and Words of Radiance. Mm-hmm. Once when Gavilar is talking to Seth as he's dying as a potential yeah. right like yeah. person who ordered the hit, <gasps> which right. would make sense if yeah. Gavilar's you know doing what he's doing and Ghostbloods probably right. don't want the desolations. I'm pretty sure they don't want that. Probably yeah. not. Um, Amaram also thinks that Thydekar might have sent Hellerin after him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then um, Ray's orders that the information Shalon got from infiltrating Amaram's manor house should be sent to Master Thydekar. Right. And we got nothing from him in Oathbringer at all, right? Because the Ghostbloods were tragically absent underrepresented um and we also have a quote from jeffrey uh is thydekar the leader of the ghost bloods brandon thydekar is a leader yeah so i think this reinforces the idea that it's a non-centralized leadership yeah going on there might not even be like a like rank structure necessarily I think there's a rank structure. Like, yeah, but like, would Yatil be like the same rank as Thydekar? We don't really know, right? We don't really have any context to say anything yeah. like that. Like, I think that Yatil is like either Thydekar's rank or like the rank below him. I, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of uh interesting there. Uh, the Ghostbloods also. When we think about their overall objectives, they really wanted to get to Urethru. Yes. And that was, I feel like, how them and Yasna butted heads, because that was the thing Yasna really wanted to do. Right. Which makes me wonder if there's, you know, possibly more significance to Urethru than just, like, strategic positioning. I feel like Urethru has a lot more secrets to it that we're going to be seeing I in, in later would. books. Uh, I imagine it's going to be home base for many books. And yes, definitely. There's going to be, hey, this is crazy stuff we learned in these gemstones that's super crazy. Yeah. Or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like there could be even more gem archives in there, potentially, that we just haven't found yet, for all we know. Right. Um, well, there's certainly a lot more gems than we have yeah epigraphs for mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely so yeah uh i don't all right i don't know if i'm sold on there being other archives though well sure but i mean there could be lots of random crap in earth through is what i'm saying yeah, true yeah and i'm just spitballing random stuff like i yeah. imagine we'll find a lot of weird stuff there yep I'm thinking the tower may be capable of things like once they figure out how to make it work, how to yeah, make it be it a city. Sibling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that. Like, I feel like there's way more to it than first meets the eye. I so. would assume so. Yes. That with the sibling is a podcast. Yeah, exactly. um, but 
I mean, Ray is... He, he doesn't want Roshar to be destroyed by the Voidbringers. This is generally, like, pretty positive in that respect. You yes. Know? Working with it, the Heralds somehow. Mm-hmm. With well, Taln and Ash to do something. He gave Ash information, but we don't know why. What he gave uh, Ash were the drawings of them that uh, Yasna got from Hoy, no, right? no, no, no. He gave her the information on where Taln was. The information on where oh, Taln sorry. was. Sorry. But we don't know why he wanted Ash to find Taln? Like, what What did the ghost bloods get out of that arrangement? Yeah. It's curious. Other than, I don't know, maybe Mraze just really ships Taln and Ash and was like, my OTP. I gotta help I them mean, reunite. Taln with anyone, <laughs> my OTP. Um, well, obviously some sort of information. Something. Because, like, the location of Talon was like payment for Ash. Yeah. It was like payment and like what brought her to the table. But like yeah. we don't know what that conversation was like. Yeah, we don't know what Ash gave them, basically. Yeah. Right? Maybe he was questioning why Nail would have thought the killing radiance would stop the desolation. He seemed to think that was secrety herald knowledge. Maybe find another herald and convince her to talk. No. Yeah. Do you guys know anything about this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty much the ghost buds, though. Yep. We have really any, have anything no, else? We really have no enough. idea what uh they actually want. What is their we end goal? Need more ghost buds in later books, Brandon. I it's so interesting. From a writing perspective, they were really absent in Oathbringer, so I feel like we have to get them in book four, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It Oathbringer really dealt with like the skybreakers and the diagram. Yeah. 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 A lot of that. So the next big organization that we've seen a lot of are the Sons of Honor. Uh created I guess created by Gavilar. Um, per- it's mentioned that Gavilar greatly expanded their ranks. Oh, in expanded. Letter. Them. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's like literally what Marise's letter says. Yeah, okay. was uh, a driving force in their expansion. He brought Meridas Amarum into the fold. So, so they existed before Gavilar. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. It, we do know that. Gavilar's visions uh, were just interpreted very differently from Dalinar's. Um, right. But that did give the Sons of Honor access to information that they would not otherwise have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, Honor would have been a little uh, upset to know that, like, oh, hey, I'm going to send out warnings to some guys ahead of the new desolation so that they'll know after I die that stuff, something's coming, they gotta do something, and then the Sons of Honor are like, this is great, what amazing news, let's lean into this as hard as possible, get that desolation here, well, let's do it. Well, uh, it's a bad plan. It's a bad plan. Well, it's no good. It, it is a really bad plan because they don't actually have any actual information about the heralds. 
I mean, Amram kind of does, but not really. It's just like, whoa, Talon's here. That's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't. He's really also have- super racist and things like. Oh, like I, I, I would have expected the heralds to look alethi. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he have light eyes too? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. always the things. Like, ah, yes, Jesus <laughs> is a white American dude. Like, uh, or yeah. he was Middle Eastern because that's where he lived. Probably um, not. But it, yeah, it's kind of going with that. I, I feel like if I had to take a guess, the Sons of Honor have probably bought into the like foreign hierocracy story yeah, a little more too. Well, like, since they're trying to return the hierocracy, mm-hmm. they probably think, oh yeah, the heralds are, you know, the are demigod counselors who come to us in times of aid and they are up there fighting in the tranquiline halls and mm-hmm. we can summon them back while the ghost bloods seem to have the knowledge that no, they're running around being insane on yeah. Roshar and are not friends anymore with yeah. mankind. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that that's what makes their plan even worse that like like they succeeded. The Heralds still aren't going to come back. Like <laughs> no. Like no. Oh, uh, <laughs> they really don't care. It's I mean just, it's not gonna work any at all. Yeah. Like I wonder how much the Sons of Honor would even be relevant in later books. Because it's mm-hmm. like, Gavilar, dead. Amram, dead. Uh, it's true, they're running out of leadership. We do have yeah. one other character mentioned with the Sons of Honor, Resteris. Yeah. Re- yes. So, Resteris is the other possibility that Gavilar considers as he's dying. Yeah, Which is very interesting. Didn't Gavilar said, Resteris? That makes no sense. D- didn't he say something like that? I think I think so. I'll go look it up. You guys keep talking. Yes. And but Amaram also refers to Rasteris um as he's deciding to make Kaladin a slave like um Rasteris is right like do bad stuff to Kaladin. Yep. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, Gavilar mentions Thydekar first. He says you can tell Thydekar that he's too late. And then Zeth's like, I don't know who that is. And the next, the, the next two people that Gavilar suggests are Resteres and Sedeus. And he says, um, I never. And he's thought like, I never thought. Yeah, about like Sedeus, th- those two don't make Resteres. sense. But those are the next two I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And then it's like the Parshendi. That makes no sense. Um. But, mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And so Mraze also refers to Amram and the Sons of Honor as Rasteris's cronies. Hmm. So that implies Rasteris is like he's at the top. High up and like yeah. leadership. I think he like is the leader. I yeah, would assume he, so. He may have recruited Gavilar and like, mm-hmm. oh hey, well, now we've got a king on our side. Sweet. And and Gavilar so I, then expanded that immensely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we know Seems that like, like part of like the Sons of Honor's plan is like returning the Ardentia to power, what if Rasteris yeah. is an ardent? Ooh. I was leaning I like that way. I that a lot. Yeah. Maybe even like, a very we're better senior to hide. ardent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you could get to hide in plain sight, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. then Amram, at the end of, way, towards the end of Way of Kings, um, is writing a letter to Rasteris, like, 
claiming success <laughs> in their Mission accomplished. Ten out of ten. <laughs> like, we did it. Like, uh. you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> they, yeah. like, literally had nothing to do with it. Does Amram ever actually accomplish anything, now that I'm thinking about uh. it? Kaladin gets his shard blade for him. He doesn't start the desolation. <laughs> he doesn't marry Yasna like he was hoping to. Amram's life is just a failure. And then he joins yep. Odium and dies. He... The end. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of interesting <laughs> thinking about when Amram joined with Odium. How long he's been talking to Odium in particular. Be- it's yeah. obviously after the end of Words of Radiance. Yeah, no, it, yeah, ha- yeah. it has to be, right? It's like, how did he get from, like, yo, we succeeded to joining Odium? That really like, isn't explained very well. No. Yeah. I could kind of make sense, but uh, we probably could have used some more development if this was the book where Kaladin fights Amram proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we should have gotten more with Amram, period. Right. Because, like, he shows up in Urthiru and is named the head of House Sidious. And, and then he just it. goes to Thalen City. And that's it. Yeah. And then he's on, yeah. he's with Odium. Yeah. Like, his <laughs> arc is not written very well. <laughs> yeah. Or it's not written satisfactorily. There may yeah. there may be more as we find out about you know Resteris and the other parts of the Sons of Honor. We may see more of like what Amram did before he died. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. This, this is one of the instances where I'm I'm sad that we don't get annotations anymore because I feel like yeah. that might be something Brandon right. would have gone into. Like, let in, me tell you what's annotation. going on with. with him and what happened mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. rip annotations uh yeah. but ultimately <clears throat> sons of honor crap plan uh what yeah they just don't know what the heralds are at all <laughs> yeah really mm-hmm. and that is very dangerous ishar is known to be very trustworthy guys very trustworthy <laughs> i feel like the sons of honor's sensible. motto is be careful what you wish for <laughs> Yeah, desolations here, guys. You didn't really have anything to do with it. Bow down to Godfrey's Tezim. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) I'm sure they'd love that. Uh, Should we take the other um, letter organization then and move on to the Skybreakers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sure. Since we're since we're on the topic of um, Tezim and Ishar, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the Skybreakers are an order of the Knights Radiant. Uh, which is crazy. Which Free is really crazy. Like, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> There's one still around, led by their patron herald, Nail. Yep. Very um, sensible. It, it is mentioned in Words of Radiance that one of the orders did not forsake their yep. oaths. Indeed. In right. the in-world Words of Radiance. Yep. Yeah. But that they lived in death instead. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's how right. they phrase yeah. it. It's a fun term. Yeah. Um, and but and then in Edge Dancer, we find out that yo, it's the Skybreakers. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and so Tesh asked, "How was Nail able to keep recruiting Skybreakers even after the Recreants?" 
Brandon, this friend simply didn't leave and kept bonding radiance. So, yep. and yeah. their friend was saying like, no big secret there. Like, yeah. The, the other bond. spren would be like, yo, that was terrible. Let's not bond humans. Hi, spren. Don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. Yeah. Also, uh, just want to note that uh, Yasna talked with the high spren when she was in uh, Shadesmar. So true. that's an interesting thing that we know nothing about still. Yeah. yeah um, it makes sense now because a lot of the other spren species were like decimated by the recreants so like probably not a lot of information survived they and they wouldn't want to talk about it anyway mm-hmm. yeah i wonder but, if that's something the high sprint tried to keep secret from the other true sprint that were you know are bondable that they were still seeking radiance when everyone else had like stopped Oh, that's a good point. Like over in Shadesmar, do people know that the High Sprin are still doing this, or was this a secret on the Shadesmar side? The High Sprin do seem pretty secretive. Yeah, which is weird that Yasna could then talk to them if they're like, "Oh no, they don't have any problem talking." But like, really, <laughs> we haven't even seen Zeth Spren at all. No, we haven't. Yep, that's right. True. <laughs> like, pretty secretive. Oh man. Um. So we know that Nail was following Ishar's orders. Yeah. Oh, we, but it was we, Ishar's idea that killing all of the Radiance would somehow stop the desolation. So CCQ asked, I just read Edge Dancer. I was just wondering, did Ishar deceive Nalan on purpose or was he just wrong? He had wrong information. Brandon, all the heralds are insane. <laughs> Straight <laughs> okay. up. Um, Brandon continues, it manifests in different ways. Do not trust anything any herald says ever. That's very definitive. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Nail trusts Ishar too much. <laughs> so CCQ asks, like, okay, but so did he do it on purpose or Brandon? Um, so on purpose is a difficult thing when you're referring to someone with the psychology that Ishar has. Nuts. Did he know that did he know what it was that it was a lie? Brennan. <sighs> All right, I'll raffle that until I get to him. But the answer is kind of, kind of a yes and a no. Okay, so there's a part of him that knows, and there's a part of him that doesn't want to believe it. And yet, the things he's been doing lately in Roshar are done because he knows what's coming. <laughs> I mean, I'm with Mraes on this one. Like, it seems like the mechanism for desolations is well known. Like. The ten heralds are in damnation together until one of them can't take it anymore, and then they everyone floods back. Just the Voidbringers and the heralds and everybody comes back to, and the desolation yeah. happens for a little bit until we stop it. Um, which like, I feel like the heralds would know better than anyone that that's how it works. So why oh, are they the ones who think this radiant stuff has something to do with like- it? Ishar would what? know better than anyone because he's Ish- the one that right? figured out that like only one person needed to go back. Like that yeah, was Ishar. It was his yeah. plan. Yeah. To to break the oath pact. That was his <laughs> plan. It clearly Ishar was like the knowledgeable guy. He's called like the binder of the world, right? Like mm-hmm. his his attributes are pious and guiding. So yeah, he so, was the herald of the Bondsmiths. Like, yeah, we see what Bondsmiths can do. Yeah, so Ishar's it, 
I can see why Nail would trust Ishar, but mm-hmm. I have no idea why Ishar would believe that other than insanity. It's but like wild. maybe there's some very perverse reasoning for it, but Oh, there has to be. Like some twisted logic. But there, like there, there might be some merit with the radiance and that, but it must I don't be like th- really I don't twisted. think there's like really any merit. It's like backwards logic and twisted logic. Yeah, like, I'm just like thinking maybe there's like a tiny kernel of it that's just like super warped and insane hill yeah. brain, right? Yeah. Yeah, I but would like say any from... like sane person, like yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Like yeah, that's obviously ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'd say from Brandon's answer that it sounds like Ishar and Nail and whoever else he's convinced are like very far in denial. Like no. The desolation can't be coming back because we really don't want it to, and therefore, mm-hmm. we can we can do this. It'll stop it. Trust me, we got this. Just kill them all. It's fine. Well, it won't work. Well, out. that that's part of why Brennan wrote Edge Dancer so that yeah, we could get show that. Nails like realization, like, oh, this is right. actually a desolation. That's not good. Well, right. I mean, it does make sense that they broke the oath pact, but well. <sighs> I, I'm very excited to see more Ishar and Tezim because I remember <laughs> in book one, I'm like, Tezim is going to be a thing. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and he's Ishar. Oh, crap. That's sick. Oh, wait. I don't think the Ghostbloods know that Tezim is Ishar. It's true. That came well, from the Stormfather. It's possible that they don't know. Because in Words of Radiance, Raze is talking about Tezum and he's like he's not oh, even yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that like he's of the local stock. That's of that's humanity. right. Oh, that's he thinks right. it might be yeah, a world that's what hopper. That's oh, what that's a guessing. good point. That's right. But that's a good point. That's a good yeah. Quote. That's what I he's forgot about wondering. that. Yeah. yeah, we 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 have some advantages as the main characters in that we have the Stormfather on our side, which is pretty good. <laughs> True. Yeah. We we get some info. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. So I will say, as someone who I really like the ideals of the Skybreakers, um, yes. I've always thought that yes. if I were a Radiant, I would end up as a Skybreaker. You because would. I, I like rules and following laws, and I think society's laws are good. And so I I worry that kind of the Skybreakers might have been getting a bad rap because they're all about like following the rules and following orders. And unfortunately, the person currently giving them orders is insane. <laughs> insane. Like. Mm. I I want to see more of the Skybreakers who kind of break with Nail a little bit like uh, mm-hmm. Zeth does. And, you know, what would what would a normal Skybreaker look like before they became yeah. kind of this twisted, clandestine operation? Would the High Sprint bond someone who wasn't approved by Nail or the High Sprint following Nail implicitly in his recruits and things well, like that? There, there's a few things with that. Uh, Nail was the last one to accept the patronage of his Order of Radiance. The very last one. Uh, We know that from the in-world words of Radiance. Mm -hmm. Um, Another interesting thing that you just made me think of is I feel like after the last desolation, none of the other heralds interacted with their Order of Radiance. Right? Because they're just like, yeah, the heralds are gone. Yeah. With Nail, that's... Did he just there, always talk with are. the Skybreakers? Yeah, because he went back to get his Honor Blade. And he also joined yes. the Order. 
He has an honor blade and a shard blade. He has a sprin. He's the only herald to have joined their associated order. That's kind of crazy to me because there's this 2,500 year period where presumably the heralds were not involved with Radiance, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, what was Nail's relationship with that? Did he join just to keep an eye on them? And then after the recreants is like, yo, I'm in charge. Don't do that. Who knows? Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, so we don't know when he went to get his honor blade black, no. and we yeah. don't know when he bonded. No, mm-hmm. we have no idea. But it's it's just interesting that in this post-recreant style of Skybreakers, Nail's the guy in charge. But yep. what happened between the last desolation and the recreants with the Skybreakers, right? That I, I think yeah. that's a really important question. Ugh. It's so interesting. I like the Skybreakers a lot. I yes. feel like if people presume that they are just going to be a villainous organization, that you're not, you're going to, I think there's a lot more depth to them than that. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. the Skybreakers were an order of Knights Radiant. Like, yeah. they're very much not inherently bad. Right. It's, it's like one of those, like, to go talk D&D, like, they are ideally lawful good right now they're probably more lawful neutral lawful neutral yeah pretty strongly yeah. lawful neutral there <laughs> right nail now. edging on lawful i feel like nail is the a very good embodiment of the like javert style lawful evil mm-hmm. right now yeah and so like lawful good gets a bad rap a lot of the time for being like <laughs> stuffy and boring boring which, I'm like, yeah. yes, that's me. That's my order. That is give you, me, Alex. Give me that those is people. You. you guys don't know. Alex <laughs> loves setting up boundaries, and she will follow those to the end. And she will wait for a friend that she said that she would meet in a parking lot for like two hours, just so she doesn't have to say that she's canceling, even though this friend is clearly disrespecting your time. That's a thing that happened. And I said, Alex, you're such a freaking skybreaker. That's what I said to you. Oh my God. Yeah, I feel it. I'm like, I always love the villains because they're so different for me. Like, I'm such a goody two shoes who, you know, now you get to be evil and be lawful. Exactly. (laughs) They're perfect. But, you know, it's a perfect, Uh, perfect group for me. And it's going to be really interesting what we see with the skybreakers because. As we know, at the end of Words of Radiance, or Words of Radiance, Oathbringer, what book? Uh, they swore to the Dawnsingers. Slash singers. Well, Nale swore to the Dawnsingers. Yes. And yes. most of the Skybreakers Yeah, believes most of the Skybreakers yep. will follow him. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I want to know what Odium will do with him. With Nail. <laughs> right. That's... That's insane. Like, what would even possibly happen there? That's crazy. I the the fact that you know when you think about it from Nell's perspective, he is going to basically work for the person who tortured him for millennia. Well, mm-hmm. well, yeah, right, yes, the, the cause I mean, of it, responsible like, for it, yes, yeah. Well, and, and he's literally working for the people who tortured him. Yes, right, yeah. Like, because he believes that is the lawful thing to do, that's what he's committed to. Like, 
it's wild the way that he thinks. Like, are they just going to like lock him up and torture him like forever? Are they going to just immediately Yezrian stab him and wreck him? Like, right? I don't know. Like, yo, other Skybreaker, you do this for for us. I I feel like Odium doesn't waste tools. Yeah, I feel like Nail is going to be valuable to them, but like, yeah, it's pretty working with people who were your sworn ideological enemies for Mm -hmm. so long and then deciding no i'm gonna i'm gonna go with them like the lack of emotional response is insane and we do have a word of brandon on this which i i do think we should read yes let's do it when the skybreakers are about to decide to follow dawn singers like why now why not before brandon so this is a little complicated until they came back by nale's interpretation the law of the land was human. When they returned, the law of the land became Dawnsinger. And at that point, it was his job to switch to them. It is his logic, but you don't have to agree with that logic, because Nale's logic is maybe not the best. Especially because his insanity, no doubt, has gotten worse mm-hmm. as things have yeah. progressed. But so, like, I think it's very interesting. Like, Seth does not agree with that logic. No. But Nale does not hold that against. No, it's really right. funny. That, yeah. Which, like, that's a trope I really like. People on opposite sides of the conflict, like, like professionally, like, they fight each other on the battlefield, but then, like, they're cool with each other in private. It's not that I hate you, yeah. I'll teach yeah, you division they, later, no worries. Yeah, because, like, like <laughs> Nale does say that, like, he will still continue to train Seth. Good luck getting Odium to agree. For, like, I'm going to leave and go train these other people. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, so, I'm going to go talk to Dalinar's new bodyguard, BRB. <laughs> I think that like the Skybreakers are the only order that where that would really be feasible. Mm-hmm. Because the fifth oath that we know Nale has sworn is like to become the law. Right. So it's like, that's kind of like, you're, instead of adhering to the other people's interpretation of the law, like, you interpret the law for yourself. And so, like, in Nale's mind, like, like I interpret the law my way, like, he's interpreting the law his way, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which is interesting, because Nail also says at one point that he does not trust his own mind, mm-hmm. and he does no. not trust his own judgment in Edge And he Dancer. doesn't think that other Skybreakers should swear to him. Yeah. Like, he's like... I think they'll find that's a bad idea. I'm yeah. not. I'm not like it's, correct in my brain. Yeah. Nail is yeah, so he doesn't trust himself, but he does trust Ishar because <laughs> Ishar is not insane. Ishar is not crazy. Ishar is very trustworthy. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. I'm yeah. God King Tezum, and I'm crazy. And I, I think uh, at one point Ash is like, "Oh, Ishar is the only one of us that's not insane." Too. That's true. She I does feel like say they that. both say that. Yeah, which. Really which, weird. Like, which is yeah. so funny given like what we see of Tezum messaging Dalinar like, whoa, yeah. you're like super, you're like at a 12 out of 10 of a crazy here. Yeah. Which I, I think we also discussed like the, ooh, I'm dropping things, uh, the potential that the Tezim persona is something that Ishar may be like putting on to distract and that might not actually True. be how he really is. Okay, that's- oh, Ash. Welcome back. Maybe he's very kind. Yeah, to and he's like yeah, meeting with him really in person, and and there, you know, he seems sane. He's like, but there's some kind of purpose in perpetuating the God King mythos. 
it's some kind of ploy. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know enough about That's it. a really good point that I never considered. Uh yeah. uh-huh. There you I go. Mean, that, yeah, that's true, I think but like I, I think, think there's more to that God to be King. a lot more sane than he lets on. I think there's a lot of that insanity in that God King business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even if there's... he's like saying to the other heralds, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm totally <gasps> sane. Let, mm-hmm. let, I have a plan." Yeah. Well, oh I yeah, mean, like we have we just read a word, Brandon, that yep. like there Brandon is a point up. to what he's doing. Yep. Yeah. Because like the other orders are like or other secret societies are like we must unite Roshar, and in some weird way, that's kind of what Ishar wants to do <laughs> under him. He's not very good He's, at it, though. He seems very trust. Well, I mean, it's just Takar. I mean, what's the real like? <laughs> yeah. But I imagine that the Takari are very good at fighting there. Uh, so, sorry, I should explain. Uh, Tezim, the god priest, uh, is... Uh, the ruler of Tukar, and we learned about that in book one, where the Imuli and Tukari were fighting over Sasemelech's Dar, one of the Don cities, and that, that uh, war, the 80s war, uh, has occurred a while, and Tezim's in charge and was not particularly nice to Dalinar. Just, you know, so. In, ca- in case you didn't get the two references of Tezim before Oathbreaker. There you go. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. been mentioned. Um, but I, I think the Skybreakers gonna, are going to be really interesting to see what happens with Odium. It's going to be really weird if Nail's arc is, I'm killing Radiance. Now I'm following the Singers. But wait, Odium's kind of trash. Now I'm coming back here. <laughs> like We can't have like these giant switches every book, so I hope he'll yeah. be with Odium for a while so it doesn't feel as jarring because... Mm-hmm. Windrunner, David, on this podcast, really did not like that uh, the Skybreakers went to follow the, the singers. Really hated yes. that. So, yeah. thought I'd just mention that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hoping we'll see a divergence in Skybreakers, the Radiant Order, versus Skybreakers, the clandestine organization. And that, you know, we're going to have Skybreakers who are not following Nail's plan, who are not going, you know... That those are kind of going to be more separate groups now that, hey, everybody knows Radiance are around that we see. Yeah. Yeah. Skybreakers who weren't involved in all of the crazy secrecy, Radiant killing, yep, swearing to Odium stuff. So. Yep. All right. Yeah. So let's get into the last kind of big world, uh, big secret societies that we know a lot about. The, the last major one. The, the major, yeah, the last major one. And that's the diagram. So, uh, Ray745 um, asked a very long and involved question asking about uh, Graves and the diagram and if, if Grave was lying to Moash when he says, I thought for sure my interpretation was correct that if we removed Elicard, Dalinar would become our ally. Um, and so Brandon replies, like, Graves is supposed to, though people miss this, so perhaps I didn't do it well enough, indicate that the diagram is not simply one group following Teravangian. They follow the diagram itself, not him. And some think his interpretations are wrong. Graves was ordered to remove the Alethi leadership entirely. Though Teravangian was sending Seth after Dalinar, the more dangerous one, and Graves was to remove Alucard. 
Graves, however, interpreted the diagram differently. He thinks that Dalinar cannot be killed by Seth or anyone, and is hoping to remove Elikar, have Dalinar step up, and help them. He has passages of the diagram that indicate, to him, this is the natural outcome of removing Elikar. The actual passages in what it is they're trying to accomplish in specific has yet to be revealed in full. Interesting. I actually did cool. not get that. Yeah. So I'm glad Brandon explained. I love the diagram because it's very much a concept from a foundation, the Isaac Asimov books. Have either of you read mm-hmm. those? I have not. I have not, I've heard but of I, am, I am aware of the connection to the diagram. Basically, there was a guy who created a plan and there's people trying to f- figure out that plan. And then later you see like there's this other group trying to like fix the plan if things go okay. off course and stuff. So it's very much inspired from that. Uh, mm-hmm. We should probably uh, explain what happened with the diagram. Uh, the diagram, I, I guess, happened because Teravangian went to the Night Watcher, got his boon, which is actually insane when you think about it, given what we know That's... of the Night Watcher now. But uh, had a very smart day. A very very smart day mm-hmm. and knew tons of crap that seem impossible to know and uh well he made connections that yeah s- yeah well it reading about the the diagram it's it is kind of crazy how he was able to figure out as much as mm-hmm. he's doing and other people are trying to like advance the diagram to see what this plan should be Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and what's yeah. interesting about when Teravangian asked the Night Watcher, he asked for capacity to stop what was coming, the capacity to save humankind. So in some ways, I feel like he sees, you know, it's not the varying intelligence that he got, but it was, you know, the ability to create the diagram itself was what he asked for. I don't know. I'm fond of the theory that, like, the boon was that he can be, like, super compassionate and super smart. The curse is that he doesn't have them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's assuming that super smart him, who was also super not compassionate him. Super not ha- compassionate. Yeah. Has the right idea. Right. That I, might not necessarily I'm- be the case. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, from Teravangian's perspective, he's like, oh, I asked for the ability to save mankind, and because of what I was given, this came about. That means this is definitively the way to save mankind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's right. I think the diagram is also a terrible plan. I think we could get some uh, very good uh, reversal there Mm -hmm. with Teravangian. It's like, ah, I did have the capacity in... And something very unexpected in that. Mm-hmm. Maybe his compassion is yeah. what is supposed to save you. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and I think one of the nice things about the diagram is that it's very clear what's happening with it. Like, we've got a, it's not like the ghost was, we're like, what are they up to? It's like, well, okay, this is true. This is how mm-hmm. it happened. This is what we got. This is how they're interpreting it. This is what they're aiming for. Yeah. yeah. So and- that's, that's kind of nice. And kind of going off what we were just talking about, um, Mason Wheeler asked, like, it seems like the diagram cult derives their 
entire moral authority for the atrocities they commit from the notion that this is a very, very smart plan. Brennan's like, basically, yeah. Um, Mason goes on, and, and they're filling in the gaps with information gleaned from death rattles, despite knowing full well that they're coming from one of Odium's unmade. This seems very, very dumb. Have they considered the possibility they could be fed disinformation? Brennan, yes, but they figured that the benefits of having access to someone who can see the future outweighs that risk. And even if they are deliberately given bad information, knowing what subjects they're being misinformed about tells them something useful. I think if I was on Roshar, I'd be a diagramist because I'm like, <gasps> it does seem like a really good plan. Seems no, good. Seems I'm good. I'm a charade. I don't like the diagram at all, actually. No, I like it's... the idea of the diagram, but I would not be. I mean, member. I don't like it in practice, but like. <laughs> My, reading the diagram must be pretty crazy for people oh who, God. you know, were not invested in any of the societies, just the wealth of knowledge there. That's what I'm saying. And my, I, I well, think it's like, they have a point. You could follow the diagram and not, like, adhere to what Teravangian's doing. Yeah. That's true. I, I think my thing with the, the diagram is that I don't trust the Teravangian who made it. Oh, that is certainly not. true. That's, that's my hang up with the diagram. It's like, you know, they have these tests and, you know, obviously if he's not smart enough, he can't be the king. But they've also mm -hmm. agreed that if he's too smart, he also shouldn't be the king because he makes bad decisions like trying to murder everybody. And, and he yet even, on this day, yeah. when he was so like way far off the charts into brilliance, we're not be. I feel like we're not being critical of the fact that this was probably a wholly amoral individual with no That's, compassion for the human race who has created true. this plan yes. that we're now going to follow religiously. Like That's mm -hmm. what really scares me. I do not trust that the diagram's intentions are for the good of I'm, humankind. Certainly I see. think they're not necessarily good for humankind. They're good for the purpose he's trying to fulfill. Oof. Which is Save as many people as he can. It was pretty scary in Oathbringer how he just like deliberately manipulated the tests so he would just mm -hmm. like not do as well on the tests so he could make decisions. And yes. like, that's, I mean, they probably made the tests after the diagram, right? Oh, yes. So, yes. like, Thanks, they Diana. didn't really have any frame of reference for rating all this writing that he did on that smart day, right? Mm hmm. But yeah. no, I, I think you're totally right. And though I would probably be a diagramist, uh, his plan at the end is really crappy. That is yeah. a bad plan. Yes. Everybody, everybody's yeah. joining up with Odium, man. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. And so there's just one more word of Brandon I want to touch on before mm -hmm. we talk about yep. Yep. the horrible plan. And it's yep. Like, yep. Yep. Are the ghost bloods accounted for in the diagram? And Brennan, yes, the di the ghost bloods are in the diagram, which like oh. we knew that they were aware of rays at rays. the least. So it's interesting to know that the ghost bloods are a factor, like they were considered in the planning. I wonder if the ghost bloods have knowledge of like not the diagram, the organization, but of the diagram, the document, since they're all about having info. How much of the diagram have they read? So. I don't know. 
it's it's hard. It's so hard to say what the Ghostbusters do or do not it's know. True. Like Ugh. I wouldn't. I, it would be cool if they didn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I just I just feel like if they're aware that you know there's another society out there led by Teravangian who follows this future predicting document to the letter. Like I feel like one of their priorities would be then okay, let's get eyes on I, this. I future feel like once they document. he became king of Yakoved, they're on his case. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, at this yeah. stage, absolutely, I would say perhaps. that was that probably came out of left field for the Ghostbloods. Like I, Maybe. I'm betting they did not see that coming. Yeah, and are not oh, trying to make up for lost time. Yep. Um. So. I want to read this word of prayer. Okay, all right. Because that that this leads directly into his horrible plan at the end of Oathbringer. Okay, all right. The sovereign asked for a new piece about the information uh, about the diagram that is important to the Cosmere. Brandon, if Dalinar lives, something worse must be attempted. And that was in t- 2016 that we got that. One. Yes, that that was before Oathbringer. Yeah. So. What's the worst thing that must be attempted? Allying with Odium? I guess, yeah. This is not a good plan. Uh, It's just bad. Then there's this next quote, also asking about the telling the future thing. Mm -hmm. And Brandon says, Teravangian would claim to you that that he did it all with strength of mind and no magical influence other than enhanced mind. That's what he would tell you. And so in that case, it would not be culturally they'd look at it weirdly, but spiritually he would say not of the void bringers, which. So Odium at the end of Oathbringer, uh, Teravangian invites Odium in, has to open a window, basically gives Yezrian's honor blade to the, Side of Odium. Great plan. I forgot about that. Yeah, too. just just yeah, uh, just remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. But Odium said to Teravangian, you did all of this, referring to the diagram, mm-hmm. without access to the spiritual realm. Or without the spiritual realm and without access to fortune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely said without access to fortune. I think I think it was the other way around. Without fortune or access to the spiritual realm. Something like that. Because uh, that makes more sense. No, linguistically. I distinctly, I distinctly remember it. Let, let me look. I will look for you. No. All right. So he says, you did this without access to fortune or the spiritual realm? Truly incredible. Okay. I, I know this because I researched the fortune article. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so I was, thought it was weird that he was saying access fortune because it is weird. And that stuck mm-hmm. in my brain. Um, Which someone has asked, fortune is not a shard. Uh, it's we have rapid, clarified but yeah i i thought wasn't that rapid? i'm pretty sure he said no i thought he, i think he said no it's an attribute like connection which is why it's i mean it, capitalized. it it definitely is because it you wouldn't say investiture is a shard there's right. four of the uh, fair chemical spiritual mm-hmm. properties fortune's one of them identity connection right. are others and investiture is another yes. so yeah you you wouldn't say those uh i couldn't find that word of brandon that he's just distinctly said no on that but i'm cutting that. anyway but, but yeah, no, you're yeah. you're totally right. It yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. absolutely a property, but yeah. it is and fortune is tied to um future sight in the cosmere. Yep, yep. And so it is 
interesting that even Odium thinks that it's like, oh, wow, you didn't use these natural things to see the future? That's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although was, Odium could be lying. He, I mean, who knows? I don't Which, think so. Like, I don't think so either. There's no opinion in there. Yeah. I know that I'm here because it's a Ghost Bloods podcast, but you know what? I have diagram information that I forgot about. Oh, yeah? So one of the things that happens, <laughs> which is very intriguing, is uh, Renarin is somehow a yep. dark spot in Odium's vision. Yeah. And we know Renarin can see the future. Right. So From probably voidish influence. Odium then wants a Teravangian, upon seeing the diagram, yes. basically said, ah, this is what all I see. And it's like way more than the diagram. And there was this black spot with Renard. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I have a fun word of Brandon from way back. I think it was in my Words of Radiance book at the release that yep. back in Way of Kings Prime, the original draft, Renarin was the one who wrote the diagram, not Teravangian. That's right. Which is me, it speaks volumes as to the differences between Prime well, and. Well, there's a lot of. There again, are. It's a no very different spren. story. No spren. Yeah. Speak mm. clear here. <laughs> Like I just the, the idea that now like Renarin is sort of diagram exempt when something about his plotline originally meant that he was creating like I it, it has I, I always think Renarin stuff is interesting but it, I feel like his plotline is going to have a lot of really intriguing stuff to do with the future and the diagram and all of that it's just interesting that it's renarin in particular and not any of the other odiumy things that can already see the future which is not inconsiderable well i think it's because like renarin is connected to odiumy things but he's a a radiant yeah no i'm i'm with you yeah and like it's good he's what he is is new yep (laughs) so like but so um, Terbangian's gambit here makes a lot of other things make sense about the Cosmere. Because there's the one line that is like, you must become king of everything. Which makes sense mm-hmm. when, like, oh, the gambit is like, I'll, like, I'll come work for you and all the people I rule over can be safe, right? Which Odium just torpedoes that idea. It's like, <laughs> it's no, you get Carbroth. Oh. Yeah. You get Carbroth. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, trying to bargain with it, having a, a way to bargain with Odium is just mm-hmm. like a terrible plan. Yeah. That is the worst plan. And o- Odium does point out that like he specifically came on a day where Teravangian was average intelligence. Yeah. I, you could I, bargain I, with me. That's hilarious. Yeah, I believe Teravangian like specifically requested. He's like, "I'm not very smart today. Could you come back later?" And Odium's oh, like, "Lol, that's old, why I'm poor here, old man. Have a seat. <laughs> Do you really think I'd be there on a on a day that you are smart? <laughs> Do you really think down. that I would? Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that's that's adorable. I'm still wondering. Like, I feel like there is something weirdly magical with the the diagram. Like, I don't think so. I, I think it's all brain power. Yeah. Or like a, a function similar to ferrochemical zinc. I mean, I, well, what it, what it sh- 
kind of seems to show if it is just straight raw brain power, Taravangian must have had an enormous amount of knowledge of the world as it was in order to be able to extrapolate world events like that. Well, he also had new stuff that Gavilar told him. So that helps. Right. right? It's like, I think that not only did it make him super smart, but it, it gave him like total recall. So like, oh, yes, like I vaguely overheard this one conversation two years ago. Like, that's relevant. Like, I'm going to use that. Whereas like a normal Taravenge is like, wouldn't recall that necessarily. Yeah, I I feel like we maybe like as a modern um, example, like if you were to create a supercomputer that could analyze all of the surveillance data in the world and use it to predict what was going to happen. Oh, sure. You have to you have to have all the surveillance data in the world in order to be able to extrapolate. Um, Feather, sort of have thing. you watched Person of Interest? Um, I it's on my list. I have okay. seen a couple episodes, but yeah, the 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 machine I that's think is what right. they that's yeah, exactly yeah. the concept of that but show. Not, but like, it doesn't work unless you have the data to work off of and extrapolate yeah. from. So yeah, so he must if have it had was him. just smarts then. He he must have had a, a wealth of spy knowledge for a tiny, unimportant city-state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little disappointed that... Uh, th- I'm a little disappointed with how the diagram has turned out. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I really liked the Foundation, the Harry Seldon plan idea, and Odium's just like, yo... Your thing sucks. (laughs) Look how much better uh, the things I can see is. And it's just like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. I don't know. Well, that's the difference between being really smart and predicting the future and actually being able to see the future. I know, but I don't know. It's like person versus God. Like, kind of different weight classes. I know. I I, I just hope we'll, we'll see more of them not just being Odium's cronies because oh I don't I, that's really important to me because the concept of the diagram is too cool for it to just kind of like be this I feel like well, you are to the diagram the diagram sp- skybreakers we're like don't just be an Odium you're too cool for this yeah that's, that's true <laughs> it's like I I don't think that's going to happen like the diagram the diagram accounted for. Taravangian meeting with Odium. It's like it gave him a phrase to say yeah. that like surprised Odium. It's like, wait, that's way too smart. And it's like, oh, you got that from the diagram. Mm. So I think the diagram will help in other ways. Mm. Make sure that they're ways to like mm, they're working for Odium, but like they're still they have ulterior motives, like yeah, yeah, like I don't think Teravangian's happy about working with Odium and is not gung ho and loyal to the cause. It's doing this to try to get whatever we can out of it. Save I'm save our people. Very interesting to see how it'll go. I don't know. I just liked the idea of hu- human mind creating all of this and then using the bits of the death rattle to fix it and the- it's just so yeah. cool because it's very mathy. Cool that's, that's why it'd be me, right? There you go. That's, that's true. Why. That, that's why it appeals to me. That'd be the religion for me. <laughs> um, do we have any last thoughts on the diagram? 
I don't think so. Should we do the, so. the, the smaller societies real quick? Yeah, we're, we're just going to grind through them. Uh, so one secret society, and I, you were alluding to this earlier, mm-hmm. not currently working, is the Envisagers. As far yes. as we know. As far as yeah. we know. Um, Sigzil does mention that in Yule, there are groups of people who talk of the Radiance and wish for their return. So like that could be another sect of Envisagers. It could it's, also be a separate thing too. It, like it, yeah, like it's not clear, but yeah. the main sect that we know of are all dead. Right. Yep. Test was in it. They tried to do stupid crap to manifest powers, and it didn't work. Get wrecked, yeah. visitors, and Teft yeah. destroyed them. Should have listened to the well, Sons of Honor. You need the you need the apocalypse first. Yeah, come I mean, on, guys. yeah, come on. <laughs> so, like, it's important to point out that like Teft was a child, like. His yeah. parents were members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. His mother went off a cliff in a cart contraption that didn't work. That's Basically their, their idea was that like the only way that like for people to manifest like powers was to put their lives in danger. Right. So they put their lives in danger. Teft does mention, you know, he's like, the Invisitors are gone. And he says, if there were others, he had no idea how to locate them. So it is possible that there are like other chapters of the Invisitors somewhere Mm -hmm. also doing this crazy stuff. I never really felt like the Invisitors were really wide ranging, but they could be. Yeah. So possible, Uh, but we don't know of any others mm -hmm. active at the moment. And uh, Teft turned them in and uh, the punishment for threatening suicide was to be killed, which is great. Nonsense. Good job. Great. Good job, guys. Good job. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably one. If that does count in our list of n- nine to ten, then uh, yeah. that's probably I, I, one that's not working. I I feel fairly confident in saying it's the tenth tenth one. Not- I would be with you there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have some other secret societies, as that word of Brandon said long before, that ah, uh, there's there are some in. Rira that we haven't met with, but others are world hopping organizations, and of course, it's the Seventeen Shard. Clearly, is on this list. Hey, yes. it's us. We're here. Yeah. Our cameo. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's you... important to note that, like, when it's spelled out, that's right. It's the world hopping organization. When it's the numerals, it's the fan site. That's right. right. That's right. It's the uh, yeah, the two different things. Um. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, uh, you saw three world hoppers from the 17th Shard in Way of Kings in the first interlude. They were looking for Hoyd. We saw Galadon from Elantris there. Bayon from White Sand, who we know who that is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Demo from Esborn. Mm-hmm. And so we see yep. all them there. Yep. And so the 17th Shard is the one world-hopping organization we've known about for quite a while. Before, yeah, really. Before any of the others. And so, Brennan, there is a interesting word of Brennan where he, he talks about what their goals are. They don't necessarily like what Hoyt is doing, interfering no. things, but like they do like what Chris is doing. She just like studies cultures. Yep, mm-hmm. and and so it's like, what about when people start integrating themselves with the culture? Is that going to make problems, Brennan? They would prefer that people didn't do that. So not Vasher, 
not that 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 sure is very far from being 17th shard yeah so very far <laughs> uh, argent yeah. says would you say they are a community of scholars brandon they are a community they are not all scholars so i would not say that i would say they are interested parties who do not want any planets to get destroyed so okay. they're the apocalypse card <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah no they aren't really able to prevent these sorts of things they're more like what do they um so like they're like starfleet right they've got some starfleet stuff we're gonna go research and study these people but we shouldn't be involved it's less it's less about prime directive and more about what if something we do causes exacerbates the conflict between the shards the shards split up for a reason is what they think right shards split up for a reason they should continue to be split up we should not dabble in bringing them together that's that's the core of the 17 shard philosophy uh and yep that's that's their purpose they another word of brandon again says same thing they're not limited to tracking down hoyd worried about what he's doing they have a grand plan uh but they're worried about hoyd so they're gonna hunt mm -hmm. them too yep and also the ghost bloods and the 17 shard are not working together because yep very obviously they have very different philosophies Yes. So it's very interesting that Yaddle was a member of the it 17th Shard. Really is. Yeah, that I, that I phrasing guess... means to me that she was a is a former member, no yes. longer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Clearly, like, yeah. she probably started off as 17th Shard and was like, "Yeah, no, this this is stupid. I'm going I'm learning to the world hop. Oh, I don't actually agree with your philosophy anymore. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. deal with that. Um. That's probably one of them. Uh, that's really all we know about them, honestly. Yeah. Uh, there, one other notable member is yes. Frost, yes. the dragon. Yes. Hey. The dragon! The legit dragon, Ian! <laughs> There's going to be more than one. There are, definitely. I agree. And so, the first letter in the Bay of Kings epigraphs was from Hoyd to frost and the letter in wave uh words of radiance was from frost to hoyd yep yes. and that's when we knew about frost being an old reptile turns out is a dragon uh mm -hmm. so it makes sense yep. and that's when we got the mention of the 17th shard yes. yeah and i am uh, hoyd says i am being chased your friends of the 17th shard i suspect and then in uh, the second letter, Frost says, Leave that place and join me in my oath of non-intervention. The Cosmere itself may depend upon our restraint. And that, yep. I would imagine he's basically the leader or a very important person there. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I mean, clearly if, if Hoyd's Frost... writing you a letter, you're probably a pretty big deal. Probably. I, I would imagine Frost had something to do with you know, the shattering itself, so... <laughs> Potentially, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, in some respect. Um, yeah. there's... Do we, do we have anything else to say on that one? I don't no. think so. No. Like, we're, we're gonna do more podcasts where we talk about world hoppers and theorize right. more about them. We're just trying mm -hmm. to give an overview here. Yeah, uh, that's, like, the last... This is, like, definitely one of the secret societies that Brendan's talking about here. Like, no question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a few others that we'll discuss that potentially might be on the, that list, but maybe not. Yeah. 
Another uh, world hopping organization is the Irie mm-hmm. from Mistborn Secret History, who are from Cell. Yes. Clearly. They are, Aelon. they are Aeonic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, They're from Elantris. Yeah. I'll say that. Yes. They yeah. might predate Aelon. Which I... Yeah, it's it's not clear where those Elan- when those Elantrians were yeah. related. In relation they are to very, it. very, 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 very old. So I, I feel like we should talk about this quick. So I feel like when we all opened our like planning document, we're like, wait a second, the Irie? Roshar? What? Yes. So yep. I'm guessing there's other people out there who do well, not know the connection yes. here. If you remember the lighthouse keeper that Kaladin meets yep. in Shadesmar at Brett, um, Eastern Connecticut, Emerald City Comic Con, uh, Ka- um, Brennan was talking about that scene and how originally Kaladin met that the lighthouse keeper in Celebrant and then moved him to the lighthouse. And unprompted, Brennan refers to the guy as an Irie. Yeah. Yes. What's Which, up with that? Crazy. What? I may have <laughs> yeah. forgotten to put this on the Emerald City Comic Con episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Might be my fault. I'm scanning through it really fast. Oh man, it's fine. Yeah. It, 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 it's easy to miss because it's not about it's that. It's embedded in there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like, I guess they are there. I mean, it makes sense. They're clearly a world hopping organization. So mm-hmm. it's just we don't know if they're like actively av- involved on with events on Roshar, or is this just one guy who happens to be a member of the order and living in Shadesmar? It's very difficult to say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I feel like we're we're pretty certain that this guy was not actually a full blown Elantrian, because well, Kaladin talked about it, he thought he was Shin from the eyes, but I feel like if this guy had had silver skin and features, that that would have come up in the description. Brandon has Kaladin doesn't. That's yeah. true. It's like. Um, Brennan has true. said that, like, if you like get far away from Elantris, like, you look normal. Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know that. See, yeah, y'all know so much more about the Cosmere than I do. <laughs> Mostly Ian. <laughs> I, I I know things about Elantris because, okay. like, uh, Irie is the organization I would want to be a part of. <laughs> there we go. We're, we're, we're all, hey, uh, we all have it. our secrets. To say. It's like, do you have a name like mine that is literally an Aeon? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we do know that he he was is an Elantrian because Brandon has said that this lighthouse keeper is also the Elantrian that like Raiden and people like put into the pool and dissolves during the events of Elantris. Our so very beautiful friend. Did he say that? I totally forgot. What? Yes. That's crazy. Like, oh my gosh. This is another thing that Brandon like says unprompted that is just like what? Patchy's a shard. All these questions <laughs> that, like, if someone had asked him directly, would totally have been ra- raffled. <laughs> and then Brandon's like, oh, yeah, you know that Irie who was the Bra- one from Bra- the pool? Brandon, and like, what? Well, in Brandon's brain, he's probably he's like, like yeah, it was ah, starters, get that? those starters have figured all this stuff out. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Even though, like, it's oh, not physically po- or Brandon. not cognitively possible, like, you drop make those connections. I oh. like the time a few years ago where he just says, oh yeah, there's three planets on the Rosharan system. You, you guys know about Braze, right? I'm like, 
This was before Words of Radiance came out. This is 2013. <laughs> and we're like, can you uh spell these planet names for us, Brandon? <laughs> that we, that we definitely know about, Brandon, please. Like, Brandon, I would really like to know the spelling of these. We just, like, we I'm just pretty need sure to check our Coppermind articles that we have I was there. already I was definitely there. written. He Brandon, clearly please, knew I was please, there. Please spell um, it for us. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we should probably do a podcast on the Irie. Like that's, that stuff's crazy. Um, yeah. Then some other societies on our list. Maybe the Stone Shamans count. Mm-hmm. It's like they're kind of like the religious leaders of Shinovar. They have, have the honor, honor blades, blade. which is crazy. And if Zeth mm-hmm. lost the honor blades, they would go get them. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and he, like, he's says, confident that they could do it. Yeah, yeah very confident. And Zeth said he practiced with many all, different, all, ta- yeah, all, all every surge. Oh yes, every surge. So apparently, you can get. They're training people in all of the surges. So that's gonna be like they're gonna be a big deal, and that's gonna be crazy yep. too. I know, like they sent a message to Shinovar. I don't remember what the Shinovar said. I don't think they responded they, in time, they but just thanked Dalinar for his about his wedding. That was their only response. Oh. They totally avoided the question. Great. Okay. Good work. Mm-hmm. I like oh, the diplomacy man. stuff. That's my jam. I do too. Yeah. I think the politics done really well. I loved it. It was. Good. I know. I know when people are reading Oathbringer, they're like, "It's slow," but going from White Sand to Oathbringer, <laughs> insane. <laughs> it's. Insanely different. <laughs> Loved it in Oathbreak. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Stone Shamans, that's that's a big deal. But yeah. we don't know the much about shinjas, them. as we like to call them, too. Yeah, we're probably not going to find out very much about them until Seth's, Seth's flashback book. book. Absolutely, yeah. Then we're going to get a lot of it. Because yep. Zeth's whole thing is, uh, I'll serve Dalinar. I, I'd, I'd like to go like go back to Shinovar and... I don't think that's going to be book four. I think that's going to be book five. And I think that's going to yeah. be important there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I that's, that's what he thinks. So Skybreaker quest is going to be to cleanse Shinovar. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, then, uh, you, you have a few others on, uh, the Celestian. Yeah. Uh, the storm wardens, which is a secretive group of male scholars that are not ardents. So like, yeah. it's weird in Voronism. Like people don't trust him. Yeah. yeah, and so like they fa- they kind of adapted the glyphs into a writing system, even though that's not really yep. what they were designed for. Yep, Storm which, Warden script. Yeah, which is the Sons of Honor use it. That's true. That that mm-hmm. is true. I I don't know if there's like a secret organization of Storm Wardens, but like they're kind of weird. At the very least, they're a secretive society, but they're not. They are one of the secret societies. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then but, like, they yeah. wanted Renarin to join them. They did. Oh, that and they're is, big on true. they're big on numerology. They think he could be used... a powerful addition to their <sighs> ranks. Numerology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And which... he apparently went yeah. and asked them about predicting the future. Is why he was talking about that. So, mm-hmm. hmm. And basically, uh, numerology used to be a really big thing in Voronism, and then they're like, the hierarchy happened, and like, it's like, oh no, that's bad, and so it stopped being a thing. Mm-hmm. But that now the Storm Wardens are doing it. Yep. Uh, I feel like maybe Storm Wardens aren't on the list because I imagine there's just some like Rearin 
secret society group that we haven't seen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Western Roshar, because we, we really have seen so little of Western Roshar, really. Yeah. That yeah. I don't think we're going to get till we get Lyft's flashbacks, right? Practically speaking. Probably. Maybe not. Because, I mean, yeah. that, I think that's where we're going to see old Roller Elarim, because that's where she grew up. So. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have this last one here, uh, New Radiance. Yes. Yeah. So, I know there's an, another word Brandon out there that where it seems to imply that Brandon considers the New Radiance as one of these secret societies. Mm. But there, I have this one. Uh, Dragon13 asked, have we seen any character who is part of multiple secret organizations? For example, the Ghostbloods and the Sons of Honor. Yes, you have. I have a big cop out there because you know of one who is in the Ghostbloods and the Lightweavers. You give me opportunities and I will answer truthfully. <laughs> so. I, I here guess, he seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you were to say. What groups of people on Roshar are in the know? I guess our protagonists are those. We do have access yeah. to the Stormfather yeah. and do know things, I guess. I feel like uh, Yasna is kind of a secret society unto herself. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. Verisatilians maybe yeah, are considered one, but like that's more an organization that, of that scholars. That seems like a, than yeah, like a scholarly discipline, yeah. But like, it, yeah. it's kind of on the list, I would say, of potentials. Yeah. But, uh... Mm-hmm. If we include Storm Wardens and don't include New Radiance, we got to nine. Uh, so with the New Radiance, that would be ten. But there's maybe a rear in one, so maybe not Storm Wardens. But mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you feel like we got a good overview of all of the secret societies. We're going to dig more in depth to, on a lot of these as things progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in book four when we get more Ghostblood stuff. Hey. And not that I know, I, I don't know that. I'm hoping that there will be more Ghostblood stuff, and it better be Fingers in the next crossed. book. Yes. Mm-hmm. More secret societies. They're fun. They're great. No, we don't need too many more. Not more Maybe societies, but ones. we want to see more of them. Oh, okay. We okay. want to see you... more of the <laughs> ones right, we that's, have. That's importantly different. <laughs> yes. Um, Clarification. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, last thoughts on these? I don't think so. Think we've covered right. most of it. Well, you know what time it is, guys. It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? (laughs) Who's That Cosmere Character? All right, guys. This first one is from Gator Girl, uh, Grace, and... All right. Are are you guys ready for this one? I am ready with my pen and paper. I all oh right. frick, I am so yeah, not you... not ready. I'm gonna fail all, all right. of these. Alright. Clue one. This character is a returned. So we each get one guess per clue. Per clue, yes. Okay. You do not have to guess. Are we guessing guess. are we guessing out loud or are we writing them down? You can guess We're them guessing out loud. Out loud. Yeah, okay. you can guess them out loud. I'm gonna go for Shashara just to be just to be out there. No. <laughs> I am going to go with Hope Finder the something or other. I don't remember. I don't think that's Hope Finder's title, but <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. All right. This character's colors are maroon and white. Oh. <sighs> um, It's not Mercy Star because she's orange. 
yellow. Um, You're doing better than I would have done on this, Alex. Like, <laughs> I, um, like, I, I recently read Warbreaker to my housemates. Um, Is it all mother? No. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with weather love. No. Oh. This character votes on issues of international trade. Oh, gosh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> I feel like this is like a one-off return who was mentioned once. I, I think so. Uh, <sighs> probably one of the guys uh, that Light Song plays Terrachin with. Clue four, this character plays Terrachin <laughs> with Light Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, that totally counts. I got it right. Dang it. No, because I didn't get it when there's like the guy that punches Demo. Oh, like you have to have their name. There's there's multiple people who played. There there's like three of them there. Um, yeah, (laughs) that is not specific enough. Love. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get the name. It's been too long since I read Warbreaker. Oh, Clue Five. This character is the god of nature. Oh. Something call truth call. Yes, it is oh. truth call. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn! Holy crap! <laughs> oh I think I remembered it because I always thought it was funny that he had a call of the call of nature. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I thought for sure. I not believe. Grace, I know you're listening. I would not have gotten this ever. That is impressive. Oh my god! Feather Rider, right. the returned. Damn. All right. Okay. All right. Are you ready for another one? Yes. Yes. And then we'll then we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Hint one. This character is Rosharan. Oh god! There's a bajillion. Pick one of the 500. Uh, Renarin. Okay, here no. we go. Let's be predictable. I'm going to go with Rushu. Ooh. The No. I like okay. Rushu. Oh, this, yeah. This one is from Matt Shore, so thank you for this. <laughs> Hint two. This character is killed by a shard blade. Uh, kill, uh, King Hanavinar? <laughs> no. That's a good one, though. Um, Technically, he's killed by an honor it? blade, so you know. <laughs> <This is your laughs> <pick>. <laughs> honor blades are shard blades. No, I, I, I know. Um, I'll go with Tin. The no, the con woman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, hint three. Here, you're gonna get it here. Okay, Truth Watcher. Oh, Yim. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Over the other, case. and hint hint four was Iriali, and hint five was really likes shoes. Oh, okay. I know all of the truth watchers. Well you cannot slip Alex. them past me. Well done, Alex, on truth call. Holy hey! crap, that return knowledge! I cannot believe like, I did, pulled that I, out. You know what? I'm gonna look because Grace is mean because she's Coppermine staff. So right, like she. <laughs> I also guessed that it was one of the ones at the Terrachin game, too. I yeah, feel like you, I you get did. credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hey. Well done. Uh, like, did I'm curious if you guys mentioned... No, you guys didn't mention all of the returned. There were there were several other returned. Uh, but but you got a lot. You got All Mother... Uh, Mercy uh, Star. Weather Mercy Love. Star. Hope Finder. Hope yeah, Finder. The Comseer. The Five Comseer. Scholars were all yep. returned, technically. Yep. 
But there's others like Kindwins and Life Blesser and Mirth Giver and Peace Yearning. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say Kindwins? 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 Look, we're ending this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And to sum it all up, the Sons of Honor are the worst. Roast cast. Uh, Or the diagrams are, or the diagramists are the worst. Also, we we don't, we don't have a... I would argue that the diagrams are, diagramists are better than Sto- uh, Sons of Honor because they actually do stuff. <laughs> oh, snap. Burn. That's true. Uh, well, you don't know what's, uh, how Gavilar got that black sphere still. That's Bide true. true. They must have done something at Bide some point. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, one last thing with the diagram. I'm annoyed we don't have a very good name for who are in the diagram yeah, as an organization. Diagramists? Has Brandon used canon. that word? I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I don't think it's in the books. It's not in the books. It's half canon. Nope. Nope. It's not an arcanum. No. Brandon, give us a term. I think it's he just arcanum. calls the people the diagram too, which does yeah. not work well for individuals. No. I'm a diagram. Shards and diagram. vessels are the same thing. I'm a member of the diagram. Yeah, yeah, member of the diagram. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you liked this uh, this one. Uh, make sure you uh, follow, like, subscribe. See us on 17shard.com for all of our non-world hoppy goodness because we're not actually the world hopping organization. But we will study the Cosmere and discuss the Cosmere. Come discuss with us. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Ta.